Join Ian Garvey as we uncover the hidden marketing stories that shape our world. Reveal the latest marketing tactics that will shape the future and the amazing people that grow organizations, movements, and businesses. Learn to grow your business and shape the world around you. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show with Ian Garlic. And yes, it's Ian, not Ian. That's marketing too. All right, folks, on this Garlic Marketing Show, you're not going to want to miss this. It, it, this is one of the most unique, and I hate using that because you really can't qualify unique, but one of the best new direct mail pieces out there, and the best marketing things I think have coming down the pipe. We're talking to Mark Stern from customboxagency.com. Uh, He's got a, how he used a 14-day challenge box to double sales on the front, double conversion on the back end for one client. How to engineer marketing that's saved on a bookshelf for years, create an experience. Um, how they're using dynamic QR codes that switch up all the time and actually can help you track. And, uh, you know, so many things that they're doing. And we're going to talk about fresh cut grass and the process of irresistible, unforgettable direct mailbox experience all on this garlic marketing show. Mark's, Mark Stern, thanks for being on. Thrilled to be here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about a lot. And, of course, this is brought to you by VideoCaseStory.com. One of the best ways uh, to market your business is through your customer stories. You can learn how to collect, craft, and deliver video case stories at VideoCaseStory.com. All right, let's get started. So, Mark, before we get into all these amazing strategies and the small box strategy and why you have all these cool things behind you, let's talk real quick and, and we'll get into your story too, real quick about Custom Box Agency and what you do. Great, yeah, yeah. Uh, I run Custom Box Agency, we're based here in Austin, Texas, and I think our big philosophy here is, um, especially with the rise of COVID, you see swag boxes everywhere, and swag boxes have their place, and what I don't want when people think about Custom Box Agency, I always say we're not in the business of swag boxes, we're in the business of what we call experience by design. And, um, you know, the cool thing about it is when we think of experience, uh, we experience the world through our senses, touch, taste, sound, sense of smell, uh, touch, taste, sound, sight, smell. And when you think of a digital only product, so many people launch digital products because the barriers to launching digital is so low. It literally is only the sense of sight and the sense of sound. So if you launch a, a YouTube channel, you know, it's what you see and what you hear. Scrolling through Facebook, what you see, podcasts, what you hear. Digital content only taps into two senses. We start to think about how do we leverage direct mail as a channel to activate the other senses to create a more dynamic experience, bringing in a digital content or a digital product or service with something physical. So, you know, and, and when I say like the power of this, think about going into a movie theater and smelling popcorn. That's a point of sale because it triggers in your head oh gosh, I should go get some popcorn. And Disney does this brilliantly. So Custom Box Agency, a lot of what we look at is we anchor people in an easy place. What is your goal with your business? Is it acquisition? Is it delivery of your products and services? Or is it to retain your current clients? And with those three anchors, then we can then say, how do we think about experience and whether it's a custom box or a custom mailer how can we leverage the physical channel to amplify what you're already doing? And that's that's it in a nutshell. There's so much strategy in this, but we have so much fun. I think it's such an important thing that people don't think about enough is the complete experience, right? 
and the total experience of how someone, you know, even digitally, how someone's looking at it. Yeah, they know what device, but what are they doing during that device? And if you can influence the situation, influence that experience, you are literally changing their mind, aren't you? I can't even begin to tell you. To see the reactions that happen, like you can't get unboxing videos from a digital-only product. You can't send people all the things they need to be successful with your program. But when we think about why do a lot of people, and let's take the online um, course space. The online course space, course creators, to launch a course is so easy these days, which is amazing. The problem is studies have shown that um, dropout rates for courses are at 96%, which means 4% of people complete courses. Why is it that it's so low? A big reason is because one, overwhelm. People don't know where to get started. They don't have how to get started. Two, it's that they don't have the tools and resources that they need accessible to even be set up for success from the get-go. And an example of this is if you send me digital resources, like digital worksheets, I mean, for a lot of people, you're assuming I have a printer that's hooked to my computer. Um, I have paper. <laughs> I'm organized. Any of these things like fall apart, that could be a roadblock for them not getting started. Sending them something physical in the mail, you've completely taken that excuse off the table. You've given them what they've needed. And you can create a whole gamified experience out of this that just makes it a new opportunity that most people aren't doing in the marketplace. Yeah, and I think if you design it the right way, where it becomes an artifact, right? And and it becomes, a, because I literally was just found something that was from a course I took like six, well, it's seven years ago, right? And it's there and it reminded me of this person and I emailed them and it's in my house because you don't throw out that binder that's the artifact of this course that you spent a few thousand dollars on. Whereas I don't I have no idea how to log into that course. <laughs> I, was, I don't even know how many membership portals I have access to that I've forgotten. And I'm sure I bought the same product years later that I've already bought because not knowing that I already owned it because it's a dime a dozen. No, you, you bring up an interesting point, which is simply this. This is one of the strategies we look at with Box. What are the things in our lives that we tend to save? Because if I know that there's certain assets in our lives that we save, how do I also think about from a physical experience uh, to, to kind of back into or engineer it in a way that makes sense? So just to kind of give you a couple of examples, um, and this could be something that we could talk about for hours, books. How often do you take a book that you are given I mean, look at your bookshelf. Are there books that you have that you have not even read? It's just collecting dust, but you, you're holding on to it. You're saving it. It is taking up real estate in your house. So we know that people save books. So that's a strategy and something that we can talk a little bit more about. You know, this is kind of why one of the boxes we'll produce is like the size of a book. This is why we brand the spine of the box. We can get into this box as an example, but... If we know you're gonna sell books, or if you know you say books, let's create a box experience that's shaped like a book, and then let's think about the experience to make it repeatable. So one, so people want to put it on their bookshelf, and now you're doing what a digital-only product can't, which is you're taking up real estate in someone's home. You're always there. Um, another example of things that people save are board games. Like if we know that you don't buy Monopoly, you don't take all the pieces out of the Monopoly game box and throw out the box, the box becomes the container. And houses all over America have closets just packed with puzzles and board games. So if we know that people save puzzles and board games, what is the big factor of that? It's the play and replayability of it. 
it's the entertainment fact of it. If we know that people are doing this, why would we create a box experience that people will just take out the pieces and throw out the box, like an Amazon box? Like I want to be intentional in terms of the strategy that we create because how do we think of the experience we're creating? This is why I love gamification as a game that people can play again and again. So they do save that beast. Love it. And so but yeah, the whole idea of the artifact is, is, is amazing. And you tell, let's get into the success story. So tell me the story of someone that you've helped do this from start to finish. When it comes to an actual box design, where we help clients out is we'll literally help you from end to end. We'll start with really understanding your business all the way down to, we have a warehouse in Austin, Texas. When we produce these pieces, we can hold your inventory and we can ship it out globally. This is a client that has a challenge. It's a two week challenge. So a lot of people to start to build a relationship and position yourself as that trusted mentor may do like a challenge and challenges. Typically you see them anywhere from five days to 30 days online, but it's uh, like, how do I get you a quick win and a quick result? What this client was focused on was how do I teach you how to launch your own print on demand business? And when he came to us, he had this vision of a flight recorder that turned into this detective theme. So I don't know the correlation between a flight recorder and a detective theme, but it doesn't matter at the end of the day, if it's something that you can uh, represent and get excited about and truly own and sell to your community, themes like that could work really well, really to the tone that you really set. So for him, that's what he wanted. And we started to plan out what does this experience need to look like and how do we think about quick wins over this 14 day challenge? Um, and that is essentially where the example that I was holding up earlier, small box, you can see we truly turned the exterior of his box into a flight recorder that then translated into this detective theme. And the whole detective theme is he wanted you to become an undercover um, detective on a mission to find the perfect print on demand store concept. And this was a feeder into a higher ticket program that he was going to upsell you into on the back end. But part of what he wanted to do is one, position himself as a trusted mentor to demonstrate to people that they can build the foundations to launch and have a successful print on demand store. And three, seed them for the next step so they can ascend up to his higher ticket products and services. And you can see, we stay true to the detective theme when we talk about gamification. We created the game board. This is kind of like your dossier that as you go through the 14 days, you earn a different badge towards the completion. And then we had a series of envelopes that they opened each day for the mission for that day that they needed to complete. And at the end of that, or throughout that experience, he constantly had people take pictures with these assets, showing their progress on the board, having the feedback loops that let people raise their hand to share the success that they were having. And um, what ended up happening is when we launched this, he doubled the sales on the front end for people participating in the challenge. And he nearly doubled his conversion on the back end for the number of people who um, purchased his high ticket program, which 4X the value of the campaign that he was running through creating a box experience. Not only that, he walked away with unboxing videos dozens and dozens of people sharing them unboxing the video so he activated them in a way that a digital only product couldn't and on top of that he also had social proof of people when they share their pictures and share their stories of the progress he has hundreds of pictures of members of his community interacting with the box experience 
and showing the outcome of the accomplishments that they're having. So the alternative to this is a digital only product that you can't have that degree of engagement interaction, but by sending them all these pieces, he could take this theme and that experience and create it to be a more dynamic thing to help people get excited about having the transformation as to why they bought his service from the get go. And I just imagine too, when if they have that level of success and that level of fun and it's sitting there every time they, they, they don't throw that away, do they? It just sits there. Like we're talking about an artifact and I imagine someone feeling it and touching it and be reminded of that and having a great experience again. I mean, it's, it's, it's that simple though, with some of these elements, with a lot of these boxes, the same questions you can go through as you, I mean, the exercises for what you set up, if you do it right, it has that repeatability element to it. Um, but I mean, the cool thing about this is he can get you to focus on one concept. And when you go through the experience, you can then focus on a different print on demand concept for a different avatar and go through the same experience again. Love it. And now of course I'm gonna ask you about video. Did you incorporate video into this and QR codes or, and cause I know you do a lot with QR codes and, and you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, QR codes, it's, it's like the comeback story of, of COVID, right? They were dead in the water. And now all of a sudden it's like, they're everywhere and we use them and it's part of life again. Yeah. I would say thank you restaurant industry for making these ugly codes hyper-functional. <laughs> um, we have tested QR codes. We've tested augmented reality. We've done things that like you open the box and there's printed on the screen, like on the interior of a box, like the snow show, like a channel when you're flipping through your TV and you got the snow show that you then zap with your computer and then a video fits into it um, when you zap it with your, your phone uh, to bring it to life. We can do that. The problem is I don't think the market's ready for augmented reality because you typically need to download an app to be a QR code reader or not QR, um, an AR reader. QR codes are special because every camera across Android and iPhone, you zap a QR code, it instantly recognizes it and sends you to the destination. So QR codes, to your point, we are all about the merriment of physical to digital. And we actually, during COVID, built our own QR code platform, Teleport QR, that allows us to do more dynamic things with QR codes. So we, with QR codes and video, what I like to do is I can create a sticker that we stick inside a box and tell you to put the sticker on your laptop. We love like the space to the left and right of your mouse because most laptops, it's dead space. So I can create a story that then has a QR code on it. So we have clients that say like leverage this as your lifeline. So if you're ever stuck, you can scan the QR code and they can be in your ears with a, their latest podcast episode or whatever it may be. Um, we have clients who do the same thing with music lists, but you can take that same QR code, put it on a water bottle, put it on a magnet, and um, control where it goes down to the minute. So I can say Monday, I want it to go here. Thursday at 5.30, I want it to go here. And leveraging the power of QR codes and physical, I can drive them to a new digital experience that's constantly evolving. That is the power of a QR code, especially if you do a dynamic QR code. Most people think it's you scan it once and you're done, and it's the same link. With the right platforms and systems, you can leverage QR codes in a way that no one's really talking about them. The opportunity for marketing and relationship building is endless. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's just so many ideas because I, I know when I look at QR codes in restaurants, I'm like, this is you're giving me a PDF version of your menu, and you have I have 
you could be sending me photos and videos and here's tonight's special and you know and taking me through a walkthrough and i can watch a little video uh of what's going on and it wouldn't take you that much time and just the experience all together would just change your life and if you had that type of experience now that i'm thinking about it i'm like you know instead of just having it on there it's like give someone a little qr code thing uh, uh something to take home with them and from a direct mail piece too right that it's an artifact and it's cool that's like oh i wonder what their special is tonight let me look uh boom yeah i mean it, it follows them around i love that idea and you know when you marry these two because my immediate response is uh, is the tracking, too. Is like, if I send someone and I know, hey, they got their book delivered, and then I can see when they opened it, I feel like then you could trigger specific actions just for that person, too, couldn't you? Yeah, and this is actually something that I'm exploring heavily for our own platform, is how do we leverage solo QR codes that this dynamic QR code can be controlled but I can also shut down your QR code. Let's just say you, like I sold a water bottle with a QR code on it and your QR code is unique to you um, and you get part of an experience. Let's just say you bought a membership or a subscription and then I can isolate your QR code and change it to a point of sale that if you stop paying for the membership and scanned it, it'll take you to a reactivation link. So really thinking about that experience, but in that model, most QR codes, it's one. And then if you print it on everything, everyone has access to the same code. But this whole idea of like narrowing it down to a solo code, that's an even further degree of personalization that is untapped in terms of the opportunities there. Because then I can ping things to your QR code that is designed for you. I can really hyper-focus it to you if I wanted to. Yeah, I mean, just that, and that merging of experience. Now, you know, I'm going to go off because, you know, my other part of the experience too that like I always want to get going is how can we marry, because for me, it's, you know, video is sound and sights and movement and story, but smell for me is such a big thing. And I feel like with direct mail, <laughs> have you done anything around direct mail and smell? Yeah, we have actually. Like to me, I and it's still an area that I want to delve deeper into. I like co contacted a lot of different scent vendors. I remember once. They sent me like 40 different samples. And I like, here's the thing is if someone gives you multiple samples, do not scratch them all and smell them all. <laughs> <laughs> <in one thing. laughs> because I was like, woo, like, and they had like, I had them send me all the weird flavors. So anything that you can think of, there are places that have a scent version of it, like all the way down to like fish, which I don't know why someone would want fish and money and the smell of money. Like they have everything Every pleasant and unpleasant scent you could imagine they have access to. But where this was started was we did in one of our boxes for a virtual event, a tin of mints. And it was this cool, fully branded tin of mints that we included. And we did these dollar sign mints in there because it fit the theme of that event. But what I didn't know was when you opened the box, and this is the comment that everyone made, when you opened the box, these were so potent, these mints, that you just got smacked in the face with this like amazing minty smell. And that's what triggered this whole, that was unexpected. And I didn't expect it to like fill the box the way it did. And it was a delightful experience when people opened the box. Um, uh, the same thing, we have a client we've been talking with uh, that does cookies and teaches people how to make cookies. Like if we could find the right scent that you opened the box and you, it smelled like a fresh batch of cookies, 
how amazing would that be to like kind of like trigger that mindset around you know building those times of these like where the family comes together there's fresh batch of cookies like how to do that the problem is a lot of scents are really stinky and um <laughs> trying to find the right balance has been one that like the i don't want it to smell synthetic i want it to smell natural yeah and so we're still playing like there's endless opportunities on how to leverage scent but we will experiment with even like spraying in the box and sealing the box to trap it in I just don't know if it's gonna show up and be something rank, but scratch, scratch and sniffs, elements that instantly have a scent element that you tape it into the box. There's all different things you could do with scent. You know, my biggest thing is I want it to smell as close to natural as, as it can. Yeah, the, you know, because yeah. I think of More you know, want to know. Don't... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I think of uh, the Soren ride at Disney World at Epcot because when you go in it's a movie and and then there's a part where they actually have a scent of grass when you're flying over the elephants and it's like yeah. if anytime I smell grass then I'm instantly thinking about that movie it's amazing and if I now I want to do something like that and like I want, I want people every time they smell cookies to want video case stories <laughs> I'll tell you this and that that is actually my favorite smell is like fresh cut grass is you know um, I don't know why, but that smell of the fresh cut grass is just, I don't know. It, and it, it's funny you mentioned that cause it does make me think of Disney when I think of fresh cut grass and I, and it makes me think of my childhood. I don't know why, but just like rolling around being carefree and playing in the grass. I don't know. I think that's what it triggers is this fun and endless and like limitless life, you know? I'd love it. So what's the key to designing a great experience? And you said like, you have to know your goal, but yeah. when you guys sit down is obviously each one is unique. How, what, what do you find are, are the keys to designing this experience? So if I just broke down our process for you, first, we need to understand where you're going. So I need to understand what your big vision is and what you're trying to achieve. The thing that we do so brilliantly with clients is, we know how to visualize the physical piece, but we need to understand what your vision is. Because I always say our goal is never to pivot you, it's to amplify you. Especially like if you don't have an offer that is converting, that is driving results, then a box experience is not going to save your life. It's not going to help you. Like you have to know who your avatar is. You have to know the impact that you're having. Like you know, you have to know the problem you're solving. If you don't know the problem you're solving, building a box is not going to fix the lack of clarity you have on whatever you're offering to your audience or the lack of knowledge of who your avatar is. When we like, so step one is really getting clear on kind of what is the vision? Where are you going? And I need to understand your, whether you have a value ladder, which is a series of offerings that increase in price point. So usually people say like, it's a, like a pathway to a higher ticket offer to work more closely with you or whether you have an offer suite, you may not have a value ladder. You may have a series of different products and services. I need to know what the vision is for like where you're going in order for me to then really hyper-focus on one experience. And we say, experiences have three goals. Is this an acquisition? I'm trying to get new clients, customers, JV partners. Is this delivery? You bought my product service. I'm delivering as part of my onboarding of that. Or is it retention ascension? Is it, um, I wanna celebrate people for hitting certain milestones. Based on that, we can then trigger it and what we do with every client to really focus on the build out of the experience is, um, we take you through a series of workshops, three workshops. And the first workshop that we do is what we call create the journey. 
And every business should have what we call two different journey maps. Um, and this is critical because I need to understand what's the broader journey people are going through. We call that your ascension journey. So for us, Custom Box Agency, our journey is you start with a discovery call, then you do a strategy session, then we'll do a, a build out. And then the last step of the journey is we wanna invite you to like uh, be a partner with us. Um, we call it the Custom Box Agency Partnership. That's our ascension journey. It's different point, price points at different levels, but for each of those elements, discovery, strategy, build out, um, CBA plus partnership, they each have what we call a program level journey. And so then we define out the next journey. So for the build out process, we have another six step journey that you will go through. So this is kind of really where a box experience hinges on. I need to understand what the process looks like from when you onboard someone to they get the outcome that you promised them. And then we need to break that up into subcomponents because if I just anchored the experience on this is the outcome, it could feel overwhelming if you're starting at the beginning. But if I break you down into four to six sub steps, then I can analyze each step and say, okay, what is this step? What is the ending of the step? What is the action that says we are no longer in phase one and we are now in phase two? And what are the things that need to happen to go from beginning to the end of this phase? So when we work with clients, I need to force your hand to understand those critical milestones to deliver towards the outcome of your business. And by doing so, the second workshop is um, focused on like the tools and resources. So the analogy I'll give you is if you're playing, looking at Monopoly board as an example, my goal of the first workshop is to build the Monopoly board. That's your journey of your business. The second workshop is the tools and resources. So in Monopoly, it's the pieces. So what are the pieces to play the game? And the third workshop we do is what we call the guide because we want something and think of it as like the rules. So if you have the game board, you have the pieces to play the game. Now we need the guide to tie it together to show you how to really experience, in that case, Monopoly, but with any business, it's the same methodology in terms of thinking it. I need to know the 10,000 foot view, I need to know the detailed view, and then I need to know the rules that allow us to really connect the dots to have the same experience across all the people. So that's how we start to really think about truly the experience design. But I need to know the big, and I need to know the subsets. And you don't have to have those answers, we'll pull those out of you. And that's where we help people is that oftentimes they don't have that clarity or they have a version of it. But the second we see what you're doing, it's so easy to break it down into those subset pieces. And it's great for your consumer because you want them to constantly have those quick wins going throughout your process. So they don't feel like the only win is the outcome. There's wins all along the way. Love it. And let me ask you this. So, um, how are you testing this? Because, you know, digital is all about testing and you know, it's yep. kind of scary to put something out without testing it. How are you, are you testing it? Or are you sending it out and going, hope this works a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah. And this is a great question. This is exactly why we built our model to be with most clients that work with us. We want to work with you for a year. The reason we want to work with you for a year is that it allows you to put things out to market and test them. And then um, like what, what worked, what didn't work and whatnot. But there's certain foundational pieces like the journey map that we like to see with every client. Um, 
certain resources that complement and simplify going through that experiences that we like to see and outcome or sorry and the guide like those are just pieces that we know are critical we know they work consistently that we have in every box experience or mailer experience that we send out so the reason we and keep in mind that for a lot of people they have an offer that has already converted so this is amplifying something that already works um, if it doesn't you're it is a shot in the dark because you could say this could work it may not work um, but that's kind of, again, the benefits of working with someone for a year. But typically, if you do not know who you serve and you do not have an offer that converts, you don't really have a foundation to know, do I, can I comfortably amplify and scale this? And the other thing to note is, especially with small box, the hard cost typically averages out to about 15 to 25 bucks. So it's not going to break the bank. It's very comparable to like a Facebook ad. You're probably spending that with getting new leads. And so whatever your acquisition costs are for some people, 15 to 25 bucks isn't going to break the bank um, to test something out small and then scale it. So I don't want you to have a warehouse of a thousand boxes if you've not comfortably sold 50 to 100 units yet. I'd rather you spend more on 100 to 250 boxes, sell out, and then order more because you know it works. I love that. It's so cool. I, I mean, and in the, there's so much noise out there. That's why I'm so excited about this because it's... It's marrying, I, I think analog and digital need to come together. The experience needs to come together. We're so isolated. It brings everyone in. And direct mail, I think it's fantastic if it's done right. And and also you have this artifact piece. I mean, it, it's to me for, if you have a converting offer, it seems like a no brainer, especially if you're running a course or anything like that. Uh, awesome. And so Mark, tell me about working with you guys. Obviously we just heard the process. How does someone get in touch with you? Do we just go over to customboxagency.com and click hello? <laughs> yeah, that's that's honestly, that's the, it's the easiest thing to do is go to customboxagency.com. Um, there's a little form you can fill out. Um, and part of the cool thing about the form, it'll take less than three minutes to fill out the form. But you fill out the form that just tells us a little bit about what you're thinking about. Just know you don't have to have all the answers. Like you shouldn't come to the meeting knowing the solution. We'll help you get there. That's why we've structured us the way we have, but you can book a free discovery call and we're happy to connect. I love learning about new businesses. Um, to us, this is such a fun process that we just, we nerd out to what we do every day. That's, my team knows how crazy I am um, because this to me, it's just fun, you know? We yeah. have a good time. That's great. And, yeah. and before and we my go- My clients know that you get whatever you want. So like, if you can visualize it, <laughs> We're going to figure out a way to bring it to life. Love it. And so tell me a little bit about what's going on behind you. Yeah. Oh, these are all. Um, um, and you can see what we've done for boxes that we've launched with clients. And now they're starting to fill up this wall as well. All of these represent different transformations that our clients have launched in the marketplace. So every single tile that you see here is a different box and or mailer. These it's predominantly boxes but it's all different strategies of how these clients truly are trying to create an experience to simplify and make it easier for their people to get that outcome. Um, for us, the wall represents celebration. I want to celebrate our clients for what they're doing in the marketplace. And so that's just a way to do it. The TV, I keep getting yelled at, the TV is going so we can <laughs> fill it up with more tiles. Um, but people have yelled at me around, um, the TV, the TV right now, you can see it's like a reflection of a bookshelf of two like things of boxes that I have as quick access in my office. You can kind of see them. 
but uh, that's what that's what it is. And so we have fun. We wanna we wanna really recognize those we serve. Yeah, and if I mean if you're not if you're listening to this on the podcast, make sure to go over to our YouTube channel. We'll put a link down below in the podcast. You can go to cruisetube.com. It'll take you over to our YouTube channel so you can check out this video. Um, I wish I had a fancy dynamic QR code, but I guess I know where to get one now. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, Mark, thank you so much for being on the Garlic Marketing Show. Yeah, man. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Yeah, and this it's has good. been a lot of fun. We'll have you back. Yeah. We're going to do some cool stuff. Uh, but make sure to go check out Mark at customboxagency.com. Let them know you saw him here. And honestly, if you're thinking about direct mail, you got to talk to them. Uh, I think everyone should be thinking about this. But uh, thank you all for taking Mark and I on journey. This has been Iron Garlic and the Garlic Marketing Show. Video. You know it will make you an authority. You know it will get you more leads. Better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? How do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work? The answer to all of this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show, including special access to several of my courses, including my case story course. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show. Whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself, go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook. 